too. Don't, you know, don't go in on me too hard today. You know, like I'm getting over a breakup or what? You little, you little punk ass bitch. I was, puke, I was puking all day yesterday. Why? I got food poisoning or something, and I, I had a really long streams. Well, of you're always blowing hobos behind the dumpster. At the <laughs> yeah. No, it was food. It was a you're food a little. Well, yeah, you you blow these homeless people, and then you probably close it down with some Wendy's. What you're saying that there's something wrong with them that they have disease? Probably. That's that's you know. I don't know if that's, that's okay. That's cause... um. That's not okay. Um. That's not nice. <laughs> Um, their penises are very clean when I when I slob them. That's kind of fun. I blow the homeless people, and it's nice and healthy. So why I'm, were you puking? Um, why do you think you got food poison? I don't know. I think it was maybe some bad rice I had the night before. Oh, bad <laughs> rice. Listen to this fucking hypochondriac. That's how, that's how white I'm not a hypochondriac. I was literally had some bitch. white rice fucked him up. No, no, you guys are the little bitches, not me. Was it sticky rice or there's no such thing as bad rice or... unless it has like mold growing on it? I think it might have been something like that. It was like in the freezer, it had freezer <laughs> burn and shit. Freezer burn? Well, then it's not bad. That's what our guess was was the rice. It's probably but, COVID, and then, let me guess. Did someone else eat the rice who didn't yeah. get sick? Yeah. Okay. So it's not the rice. So you're saying it was the hobos? Yeah. Saying, yeah. That the hobo come uh, that you fucking face fucked. Adam's a hobo gigolo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to. You're working gonna... your way up. You're starting at the bottom. And you're gonna mm-hmm. work your way up the system to the Hollywood elites. Yeah, you gotta get it. You gotta the Holly. No, the Hollywood hobos. <laughs> Just the hobos that are on, on Hollywood. You're gonna be you're gonna be blowing like the, the guy the that dresses like Superman on Hollywood Boulevard. You can be blowing yeah, Adam that had, guy. That's the ultimate prize. He's the ultimate hobo. Adam has a dream board of homeless hobos that he's seen throughout Hollywood, and he About. has like little hearts and stars and stickers on their cocks. <laughs> He's trying to blow his way. Yeah, I'm trying to fuck. Blow, blow, blow. his way east. He's going to start yeah, anyway, on the just... coast and blow hobos <laughs> all the way to New York. Yeah. The true American gigolo. Hobo blower. This intro? You ready? Are you warmed up, Adam? I feel pretty warmed up. How about you guys? I feel about as warm as a hobo's cock in Adam's mouth. That's pretty warm. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm gonna say that's pretty cold. Luke warm. chilling. Chilling. No. I think Adam has cold spit. No, no, no. It's nice warm. <laughs> it's like clammy. It's clammy saliva. It's a nice warm temperature. Anybody would be happy to have their cock in. <laughs> Julian Kay. 
what you expected. His business is pleasure. Hello, Judy. You're a very sexy lady. Very good-looking woman. You can like me. You can tell. We have a lot of fun. He is the American Gigolo. Hello, girls. How about you? How do you get pleasure? How do you do it, Julian? How do you seduce all these women? Please think you're involved in a murder in Palm Springs a week ago. I'm being framed by somebody. Don't know who. You've been identified, Julian. I am in deep trouble. I think you're guilty of sin. Richard Gere, Lauren Hutton, American Gigolo. Uh, so. This movie, our theme is what? L.A. Jobs this month? Yeah. All month we're watching L.A. Job movies. And this, this is a great L.A. Job story. Um, <laughs> it's American Gigolo. It's 1980, written, directed by Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader is most famous for writing the screenplay for Taxi Driver and Raging Bull. He also wrote oh. Bringing Out the Dead. And he writes and directs his own movies. We know. We all know this. What are you talking about? I don't know. Oh, you didn't know that, Ryan? I feel like that everybody knows that. I don't know anything. Yeah, this is a Hopefully show. Not. I just it's know this podcast. this movie. I related the most to listeners. know. I related the most to this movie. Like this movie reminded me a lot of my experiences. The five years I lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just uh, banging hot milfs. <laughs> yeah. This movie mostly takes place on the west side in Malibu and Beverly Hills, Westwood. Um, it's a real time capsule of 1980. Yeah. See, changes in the air. How so? Well, there's like disco. There's like Giorgio Armani suits. There's like. He, he even talks about it in the movie where he's like, things are changing. I want to change with them. Or I want to grow mm-hmm. up or whatever. Well, it's about him getting I'm not older young. too. Oh well, yeah. He's changing. He or <clears throat> and he goes or, or the world's changing from his perspective. No, he's literally going from gigolo to I'll do whatever you want. I'll murder somebody for money. Allegedly. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold so let's, let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about Richard Gere. So Richard Gere. Little beady shark eyes. Well, he does have. I disagree with that. They're just little tiny little dots. It's interesting. He's an interesting. He's like he's a lot smarter than he looks in this movie. I'll tell you that he's like a really good actor, and he doesn't. He he should just be like a dumb hot guy. Well, he's he's basically getting John Travolta's turned down roles at this time. Uh, Really, Uh, like Officer and a Gentleman, Travolta turned that down. Travolta turned this movie down. Um, you could see Travolta would actually be pretty good in this role <clears throat> as a guy who's like 28. There's kind of like a, a magic Mike feel to mm-hmm. this character. It's like a guy who's 
he's good at his job. He's been in a long time. He has money, cars, but he has no real substance to show for it. He has he doesn't own a house. He parks a beautiful Mercedes in a parking garage. You know, like it's all flash on the surface, but he has no real success. And I think uh I think Richard Gere is really good in it. I think this is like until I saw this, I didn't really get Richard Gere. Because as a kid, the first Richard Gere yeah. movie I saw was Pretty Woman. And that was like obviously a take on this movie. But Richard Gere for me was always like, oh, that weird guy with uh, shark eyes and white hair. Like he immediately went gray after this, it seems. And so I never got like, people would joke like, oh, Richard Gere's so handsome or Richard Gere's so cool. And I never really got it until I saw this. He's actually cool in this. He's actually. Yeah. And seems like a, a smart like, actor. Is is the scene is the scene where you realize you got you finally got Richard Gere? Was it the one where you see his ass? No, it's the one yeah. where you see his penis, Adam. Ass and penis, soft dick. I like my favorite scene in this movie, and it could have been a dream, honestly. Great. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, but my favorite scene was when that old lady um, sucked his dick from the back. Oh, I love that scene. One thing that's, that's really cool, cool is these his pubes. You see are his ass and, and his yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful tuft of white pube, pubes. Yeah, it's like Steve Martin's head. <clears throat> or Richard Gere's. Yeah. Right, right. Richard do you Gere's think? Do you think he replaced the his head hair with pube hair after this movie, and that's why he went white <laughs> immediately? Pubes go first. Pubes. It say. starts from the floor up. But uh, yeah, um, Richard yeah. Gere's in this. You know. Uh, who else is in this? We got Lauren Hutton. Now, Lauren Hutton is an actress I mostly know from a movie called Once Bitten, starring Jim Carrey as a va- as a high school kid who gets who falls in love with a vampire, played by Lauren Hutton. So, mm. I looked up her career. She <clears throat> she kind of bounced around. She's in a lot of stuff in the seventies, but this is probably her best role, her biggest role. All right, so you like this movie. Yeah, I like this movie a lot. Um, that's cool. Ryan's gone. You got <laughs> something you want to say? Me? Yeah. Um, I liked it. I feel like, you know, he makes the, like, well, I felt like the, this movie doesn't have, uh, uh, you know, like, Talk, sorry, it really fucked me up that Ryan got up and then, and then like Ryan's getting a camera, something. a ring camera. Oh, a cam- and Adam, a camera. What did you think? Um, I I thought it was good. Of course, you know it's like stylish and Paul Schrader. He try he tr- he's really trying to make like in- interesting textured shots and images and things like that. Um, but you know, if you watch this movie. And then all, and then look at a picture of Paul Schrader. You're like, what the fuck? This guy is writing a movie about a gigolo and like it trying well, to be like, you know. Here's the thing: the thing I realized watching this movie because this is my second time watching it. It's not that he's a gigolo in this movie. It's not that he is paid for sex. It's that he's a worker, and the movie is really about a worker who is fucked over by the elites, mm, and that yeah, kind of ties yeah. him into Blue Collar, which is. Paul Schrader's big directorial debut, which is about, it's a very similar movie. It's about three guys who work in an auto union. Three men and a baby. 
And like the first half yeah. hour, 45 minutes, it's kind of like, is there a plot? Is there not a plot? And like, they're kind of hanging out. And then there's like a robbery and then there's like paranoia and then the tension and the suspense like raise up. But it's like, he doesn't try to hook you in the beginning. He kind of takes his time. Like mood setting, vibe setting. Yeah. And if there's a weakness to Paul Schrader, it's that he's he's a better writer than he is a director. That's just sort of the way it is. Like, no, no, I mean, it's the way it is. But uh, Taxi Driver, he'll never make a movie as good as Taxi Driver, even though he wrote Taxi Driver. You can't talk over me. When I'm speaking, you can't speak (laughs) at the same time. I I know, I know, but it's it's unlistenable for the the lag. The lag. It's unlistenable for the audience. You li- you literally were apologizing for talking over him while you were apologizing for talking over him. Does so, that make uh, sense? What's up? <laughs> he goes, don't he goes, don't talk over me. And then he just kept talking, but you were saying I'm sorry. Well, for from my perspective, you. William was talking over me. So just trying to I'm the host, I'm the leader. That's true. I'm Ryan's the co-host. I'm the Ryan's the co-host. You're benevolent. And you're a special guest. <laughs> no, I'm a call. You're a special needs guest. You're a special guest and co-creator. That's a really cool niche you've dug yourself into. <laughs> yeah, special guest slash creator. Not a lot of people have that have yeah. that role. Um, it's funny that this movie. Sorry, I I know I'm going to be bad on this episode because I feel like shit still. But uh, it's funny that the like only I feel like the only bad scene in this movie is the sex scene. And oh my god, it's no, it's funny. There fun. is a worse. There's a worse thing about this movie, and you said he's a good writer, and this is where I will disagree. That sex scene was amazing. Uh, one thing I noticed that he, there nobody says thank you once in okay. the entire movie. That's what's no one says wrong thank you. Society. Like society, a waiter Midwest will bring check a in. waiter will bring anything like whatever. There's a million scenes in that, that movie where somebody that's a real life it, thing in too. real life. Yeah. Nobody says thank you. Also, it's a movie about Fuck. having sex with people. Nobody's going to say that. Th- I say thank you every time somebody lets me do sex with them. I say thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. So let's get into the plot of the movie. Richard Geard's gigolo. Like I already said, he's a 28. Gigolo. He, Doesn't say he's thank like 28 you. years old. He's He kind of has his life now. He has his car. He has his apartment. He has his steady work. The steady work he does is... He sleeps with old ladies, and these are very old ladies. These are like Beverly Hills, like frumpy broads, and he takes them to like um, Sotheby's. He's doing this without Bluetooth, too. So that's like, you know. Without Bluetooth? Bluetooth or Viagra or whatever. That is a skill, actually. Well, the thing is, well, that's another (laughs) thing is. He is attracted to older women. Oh, he has mommy. Yeah. That's a Freudian thing. He has Le- like mommy love your issues. job. Love your job, and you'll never work a day. Exactly. That's the that's the message of the movie. He's in the Cougars. It's a good message. <laughs> these aren't milfs. Well, one, are, one of them was like set. these are 80. the Cougars. Yeah, and then wait, he doesn't just wait, he doesn't just have sex with them. Age is a difference. Cougars are older than milfs. You're saying cougars are moms. <laughs> um, Damn. what? No, I'm That's serious. what I said. I'm trying to Cougars clarify. Are That's what I said. So Cougars are older than MILFs. No, a MILF could be a cougar. Isn't MILF no, no, no. Like We're not going to get into the semantics about MILFs and GILFs. 
cougars are it's just sub sub subjective and milfs it's a goldfish bounding his head against the glass <laughs> excuse me jeez sorry excuse me sorry for, for trying talking. to break down i didn't the realize i was <laughs> sorry for talking on the podcast i didn't realize i was talking I to charles darwin a over here guest and the genus i'm the special of guest, milf okay. and Co- uh, milf and cougar Hey, if you, well, give a milf, you know. if you give a if you give a milf a milf a cougar, <laughs> that's they're gonna... I read that to my kid a lot. That book. Um, you know, I don't know where these things could go when I say them, but that's that's it's like us getting there together. Who knows? <laughs> but no, we we did it. We won't know because you stopped it. That's the thing. This is where I'm it went actually. Well, this is boring. You're just boring everyone. You're bombing and. You've made the no, show into. I think people will think that it's dug us into a hole that we have to dig ourselves out of. <laughs> That's right. Let's talk about that, that sex scene. Let's well, not. Let's just sex scene is a minor thing. It's like it's not a, a pretentious. It's like a pretentious little moment. It's just well, it's funny because like Paul Schrader. My point was like Paul Schrader is like this Cal. Is he still a Calvinist or was he just raised a Calvinist? He is not a Calvinist. He's not, he not a practicing Calvinist. Well, he's just like a very nerdy guy and like picturing him, you know, you can watch this whole movie the whole time. You can think about Paul uh, Schrader, like writing this and getting horny and like getting horny with his own imagination. You know, that's what you're watching. I disagree because I don't think this is an erotic film and I don't think the guy is getting horny writing this movie because this is a movie about uh, a, a guy who's really good at his job who is trying to get ahead and ultimately is fucked by everyone around him. It just goes to show you that like you can't, it's about a lone wolf and it's like, you can't get ahead in this world. I know about being a lone wolf because the powerful will basically circle their wagons around you and they will, you know, they will do anything to like bring you down and they don't give a shit. So he's dating these he's dating these old women. You okay, William. This seems like it's hitting a little close to home. It's just like Adam is just <laughs> like watching shot. this extremely complicated layered film with dialogue and multiple levels of like society and butt. character. And he's just like this guy's a nerd. This guy I don't think this, he I'm not even he a horny one. He's watching these endless dialogues and he's horny. like this isn't even making that me hard. Cheeks, He's just standing up, pointing at his wiener. He's like, it's soft. <laughs> I'm going to go barf. Basically. <laughs> Is that why you yeah. threw up at him? Because you didn't get horny? Yeah. He's like Will Smith, except he barfs when he doesn't get horny. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Yep. But yeah, this guy, he's an academic. He's a nerd. He's a fuddy-duddy. You know, no, that comes across in this movie in uh, Hardcore, another movie he made that comes across. But like there's another part where he's like. The detective is asking Richard Gere, like for pointers and stuff, and Richard Gere gives him pointers and it about like, how is, how is he so good with picking up women and shit like that? And like Richard Gere's pointers are Chest like, out. you got to dress better. Up. Like, dress what? Better dress better stuff like that which is like anybody could that's say. not what the scene's about so we should talk okay. about the detective so here's what happens um 
Richard Gere has like this female pimp, this madam that like hooks him up with jobs and they kind of have a tense relationship because what happens is she gives Richard Gere, she connects him with new women. Then Richard Gere just cuts her off when he like starts banging the chicks in the future, you know? Yeah. He like, like, just he starts setting it up without her. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then there's that's this other pimp, guy. Pimp, though. It's not his pimp, exactly. Kind of. like She doesn't like own going. him. She doesn't sure. technically. He doesn't really have a pimp. Manager. She's just kind of hooking him up but with jobs. And so okay. then Bill Duke shows up. Bill Duke from Predator, the director of Deep Cover. He is kind of a predator in this movie. He is a predator in this movie. He is uh he hooks him up with this job in palm springs and this is um the job is like immediately weird he gets like creepy vibes from the the man and he's like look i don't do any gay stuff i'm not gonna like do any couple stuff and he's like no 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 you just need to i just want to watch you and he's like okay he's like well i need the money up front so he gets his money and then he goes into this room and then his wife is like in the bed like passed out almost or like on drugs or something maybe? yeah yeah she was clearly drugged she's all drugged up and then richard gear is trying to like do his thing you know <clears throat> sweet talker be nice to her and like the guy is being like really angry and he's like drinking booze and he's like come on he's like slap her call her a cut do all this like he's like immediately oh, yeah. like violent and mean Richard Gere's like the C word. You want me to call her the C word? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> There's somebody else I like to call the C word right now. You guys don't have to sit in silence. You could just <laughs> go off. Of it. Just word? go off of it. Just go off of what you just gave us. You just said the C word, sir. And you, you're speaking about your wife. You know, Adam, that's, when you that's how I remember this. <laughs> when you squint like that, you kind of look like John Cusack. You kind of like a John Cusack high yeah. fidelity look. No, more of a Jane Cusack. I mean, John. Toys. <laughs> her greatest role. No, Jane is the Jane's the third uh, third one. She's Retarded the third one. <laughs> yeah, she was born with elephantitis of the face, and you kind of look like her. My mom thought I had elephantitis or something like that when I was growing up because I was like growing <laughs> too fast. That's true. Or she thought I had like something a tumor on my like pituitary gland. I, I don't. <laughs> so, somebody's sleepy, man. Somebody's very sleepy. I, I, I did not <laughs> because eat at that all setup, yesterday. That joke setup you just gave us exhausted. Dude, that that bed really... C word. You want me to call her the, the C, C word? word and he was and he was like he was like yeah. And yeah. then you just and then, and then you just shit your pants laughing at yourself. He's still well. Somebody's got to, you know. I'm having fun. He always wants Talk us to him. help him. Uh, yeah, I just make, want to make his jokes. That's what I'm, like, that's what his I'm, bits. I'm like pausing for help. That's the thing that you guys are gonna step in. Just perplexed. You know, <laughs> it's fun. It's a fun little oh. thing about us. But that's podcast. Well, you don't have to say something unless you really have something. And I guess you thought you really had something. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> <laughs> you really thought I, you had a I, I feel like I still kind of feel like I did actually. 
I want um a car- like a carnival ride, like a John Malkovich situation with Adam's brain, where we can go inside of Adam's no, brain for like two hours. No, you don't. It'd be like an escape. Room. Be like oh, oh, th- oh, it's this. It's just this. You know. It'd be like it's so empty and dusty in here. <laughs> William one time said my head was like like the inside of my head was like a stumpy head where it's like cobwebs and. No, a tiny little brain in the center of a thick a skull. <laughs> oh, you're like Stimpy a seven, and I'm Ren. That's the dynamic. Seven inch thick. Yeah. yeah you guys are, isn't uh, at the end of the day, aren't they uh, gay playing. lovers? This is, yeah. I hope so. Um, yeah. So I'm then just playing they, a character, by the way. That scene, I'm a little confused because I, I did watch this movie at like four in the morning and I was on i did a little bit of oxy and and oh, weed boy. and Damn, i don't remember that when's s- it gonna be enough seconds never <laughs> my my trying to move on insatiable. from your idiocy go on ryan um anyways oh, yeah. i was just Talking doing around. blow off of some bitches titties last night when i was watching this movie and they were my <laughs> oh, tits <yeah>. and uh, <laughs> you're calling yourself a bitch insane you have oh that's funny uh so then they cut away pretty much right after he goes slapper and then richard gear looks at him like uh, like he's fucking tim the tool man yeah and and then it cuts to a different scene so we don't know how the rest of the night went am i or am i or did i black out yeah you don't see that you don't see what how you don't see anything went. right yeah yeah nope. no 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 you don't so then that's when the detective starts coming around. No, like the not, next yet. Day, not right? yet. Not yet. Not yet. So oh, okay. like he then starts flirting with Lauren Hutton and seeing her. And then the detective shows up after a few days and he's like, hey, well, first he's at Richard Gears in a swimming pool, hanging out at his apartment building. And he reads in a newspaper that this woman in Palm Springs was murdered and that um, her picture is in the newspaper and he recognizes her. So he starts getting freaked out like, oh, that. That woman's killed. My as DNA an audience, is be all over that body. Yeah, yeah, and you don't know exactly if Richard Gere, Richard Gere did it. I mean, so his cum, a, like his cum DNA. But you don't believe he oh. does it because you kind of like him. You respect him. Yeah. Well, it's the protagonists, then, uh, the trust or whatever that the audience just implicitly will have with the protagonist. I think because the characters in the movie don't believe him. What's that? Not every movie has that. Sure, sure, but uh, I think you it's trust kind of him like, because he's likable. Yeah, not because he's exactly a, a likable protagonist. When I when I um, will cause you to trust them, whether they are, when, you know what I mean. That's a, whatever c word. When I <laughs> what when I stop what Just call me the when C-word. I um started getting suspicious of whether he did it or not was like when he did that whole speech about how he's like I'm different now. I do think like I'm I'm growing. I'm changing. Um, he's getting I'm not older. Ju- too. I'm not he's just aging. a gigolo. He literally is like, I'm not just this one thing anymore. I'm a, I'm like something bigger. This so it's like, gigolos. so I, I was like, oh, he killed that. Oh, he he like held, had a hand in I murder. I I don't see that, Ryan. But you don't maybe, remember that maybe little maybe monologue. As you mature, maybe as you mature, you can move on to murder. Mm, I'm thinking about it, and I got two people first on my list. <laughs> I think me? you should do comp stand up as in a. Me? He's talking about me. 
what the hell are those called where your arms are tied up uh a straight jacket yeah and a straight jacket that'd be, cool. be just be crazy guy <laughs> yeah. like i'm crazy you guys Folks, crazy. Then, I might kill someone. But then just talk about uh, politics. Yeah. <laughs> I see things a little differently. You just do like observational 90s. Stand-up. You want to know? You want to know the top two on my list? First two people I'm going to kill? Mm. Please. Number one, Vladimir Putin. Come on, buddy. Knock it off. <laughs> wow. Bold choice. You're Number good, two. Or, you're a good man. Takes balls God. to say that. Okay. <laughs> okay, that one's a little <laughs> blasphemous for me. It's a little over I'm the gonna, line. I'm gonna kill God. Just to sh- you, I'll watch. I'll it? show you. I'll probably like an anime character. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 or that, or that. It's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And oh Putin. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's definitely a he. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God is and Putin. I'm gonna make Putin also. watch first. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I'm at, <laughs> while I'm just raw dogging the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, do you I think Stephen Seagal deliverance style tied up to some cloud up in the sky? Do you think and Putin made Stephen make... Seagal do stuff like this? Oh, absolutely! Like he's hanging out with Putin, and he's like, "This is cool, you know, like good food, hanging out, good friends, good family." We're at the Olive and, Garden, and then they go to a bedroom, <laughs> and he's like, "What'd you do? Fuck my wife while I watch." Just cleaning his ponytail. Steven Seagal's like, I don't. Do oh, no that was your poop. <laughs> I don't do no gay stuff. <laughs> I thought that was a Seagal. Keep going. That's a good Seagal. I don't do any gay stuff, man. <laughs> and then he runs like he runs. <laughs> Warlords hide him, hire him. Oh man, I'd love to get paid after having sex. I thought about that. I was thinking about that all night. I never would, got paid after having sex. Feel good. Yeah. Because you just treats. had sex and then you get paid on top of it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You got a paycheck right, right after having sex. Good comment. We're going to need your W9 at yeah. the end of the tax season. This is kind of like a gig. He's kind of like the first gig worker, I feel like. You know, what? it's a little foreshadowing, the, the, you know, of the American. Adam, he's a he's a sex worker. Gig economy. Yeah, I know, but think about it. He's like an an independent contractor, basically. Well, the American gig. Gig Yeah. The United States. Well, you know, it's I got a gig. Very giggly. I got a gig, (laughs) right? I got a gig. Hello. We're all American. I got a gig. Hello. That could just be be short for gigolo. Yeah. We didn't know that. Wouldn't it be jig? Now we're all whores in the gig economy. Well, it's true. Sex workers are, it's the oldest profession. And I think it's a really novel twist by making the man a sex worker in this movie. It's like, I did this come out before pretty woman or after this came out before. Are you fucking serious? Why? Adam has a 10 year. There's 10 years of <laughs> he flinched. <laughs> Richard when you said Gere- that too. <laughs> Richard you like, like, you like 90 in pretty woman. He has gray hair. All right, all right. Have you seen? He's like, hold on. He's like, everybody, calm down, calm down. This is important. Adam, have you seen Pretty Woman? I think, I think I have. That's a no. Pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure because it's like one of those TV movies. You like see it on TV. I've definitely seen this. Is a guy not watching them? Okay, and what's the movie about? It's about a prostitute. And 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 Richard Richard Gere is like her John or whatever, and they fall. And what does he do? I don't. I don't remember. What is does Jason Alexander play? Jigala. Just kidding. Uh, 
I don't know his boss. He's like a corporate guy. <clears throat> he's in a limo and he wears suits. Oh, he's a rich, really rich guy. <laughs> he's the same character. Oh no! Why do you have to lie and say you've seen this movie? I have. I think I've seen parts of the movie at least. I knew Jason. He's the Alexander same character. Why do you have to lie so much, Adam? I'm sorry, guys. Breaking my heart over here. I know. Are you sorry or are you I'm lying wanna, about that too? I just want to sound cool and say that I've seen Pretty Woman. I just wanted to sound cool. I'm sorry. Sorry. To well, that backfired, didn't it? So for William, for you, you look like a bozo now. Yeah, I feel you look like a clown myself. I disgraced myself. Yeah, you guys, woman came out in 1989. So we can come out over here. Richard Gere has a funny uh, or a cool um, workout routine that he does. He's kind of not that like. Why do you know his workout Buff or whatever? They show yeah. his workout at the beginning. No one's ever oh, buff enough for no guy's ever buff enough for Adam. <laughs> no guy ever has sex good enough for Adam. Adam is just like I okay, just so want, who's, I respected a buffer guy. Who's your number one buff guy? <laughs> Who do you prefer? Um, Tom Holland's a pretty good buff guy, I feel like. The sp- the oh yeah, guy. yeah. He's a little guy. He's a little buff. Do you guy. like a twink? You're into twinks. Yeah. <laughs> you like little boys? Little Apparently Tom boys? Holland is highly coveted amongst the gay population that's something i oh yeah oh absolutely that seems like a you're exposing not, yourself not just the don't give that just to the gays. teenager he's like oh, 30 years old it, it crosses over yeah i know but he looks like a, he's boyish that's he that's you just said he was prize. the guy you found most attractive so i don't I just know said why he was like in the in best shape i feel like okay so who else <laughs> the best buff guy Tom Holland would be good in this think? role, honestly. What do you guys think? Tom Holland's great. He, yeah, he was pretty good. Number one, Rambo. Number two, Terminator. Number three, <laughs> the bad guy in Commando. I got, I got two buff guys. I got two names on this the, list. The fishnet shirt guy. Two names on my buff boy list. Okay. Number one. Yeah, Bennett. Vladimir Putin, baby. You know that guy's buff as hell. Mm-hmm. Number two. Yeah. God. Wait. <laughs> he, can, he, can, he can take any. These are the two. Any it shape, happens to be the same Vladimir guys Putin's as the guys God, you want to huh? kill. I would like, so I would make Vladimir Putin wrestle God before I, uh, before I sexed them both to death. Is it, you think there's any correlation with you wanting to kill them and then being the buffest, the best buff guys? Yeah, that's the joke. So, okay. um, <laughs> After Richard Gere finds out this woman's killed, things get tense. Things get heavy for him. Dun, dun, dun. His whole world is fucked. So he thought he had a good thing. He thought he could ride this out. He has sex with these rich old ladies. Her husbands don't care. He makes $1,000 every day. Well, now that he's like the number one suspect for this murder, there's a detective following him. These old ladies don't want to see him. They don't want to go near him. It's too okay. hot. Yeah. In and, a bad way. Um, you know, he was he had an alibi. He was with a woman. But this is my favorite scene in the movie, honestly. When he goes to her house and he's like, hey, I need you to tell the cops like I was there that night. And she's just like, I can't. I'm, I, I can't. And then her husband comes. He's like, is someone at the door? And then he, the husband's like, she was with me that night. And then he just like closes <sighs> the door on Richard Gere's face. That's like the important scene in the movie. That's like, yeah. that goes to show you that like these elites, 
They're not going to help you. They're, they're not going to help you unless you're one of them. And he's not one of them. And he'll never well, be also, one of them. Also, he's just fucking so all of their, he's fucking all of their wives. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's like, doing them a favor, Ryan. He's. Yes. Yeah, like guy, guy, guys aren't going to see it that way. But they have paid, he paid them to do that. We need a he cuck. Paid them to do that. Yeah. Some of them were cucks. Some of them, he was just banging them on the side. Like the one he fell in love with, he was just banging. That wasn't even work. That was just pleasure. But that was like a the the only one. That was romance. Yeah. But he was. But the first time they they. Oh, no, it was a mistake how they met because he thought she wasn't married or something. When he sat down at the. Booth, well, it's also it, attracted to her. Yeah, he's attracted to older women. She's she's hot, though. I mean, she doesn't look like Tom. She's got no Tom Holland bod, but she's yeah. hot. Uh, yeah, that's hot. Um, she's not. Uh, she's older. You're saying? I didn't read that. They literally have multiple dialogues where she's like, Fuck. "Why are you into older women?" You know, and I then he and with, then he explains why he why she's older. <laughs> I watched this with wit, and I didn't. I you know, it's like you kind of can't hear the dialogue that good. It's not like we can turn it up super loud. It's like I'm not getting everything. I think. Oh, we know you don't yeah, pay attention. Get... No, well, don't I, pay I, attention watch it alone, to movies. I watch it with headphones and I can hear things and I <sighs> just easily uh, distracted. And then I got and then I barfed and then I said the C word thing. That's probably why you puked because you it's were trying to pay attention to the movie and your body was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I can't just for the audience. This is a woman <gasps> who is visibly older than Richard Gere. Well, she looks married great. to a senator. Is just like clearly an older woman. You know, so was she or was she she or was she not a pretty woman? It's kind of cool to have a character of protagonist be. Was she or was she not a runaway bride? Ooh. Oh, wow. It all makes sense now. I don't get the reference, but I don't know. It's another Julia Roberts, Richard Gere film. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not was she or was she not in Notting I've Hill? Seen that. I've seen that movie. Yeah. I've seen that. That's movie. basically the same movie. Did you right? like it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Explain the plot. Of Just kidding. Away. I don't care. Okay. The bride it's runs right away. There, it's right there in the title. <laughs> bride ran away. Oh, That's something man. she did, too, she in a while of it. That a oh, little gossip. Oh, was that part of what? Well, maybe she, she did that till, she got the role. Or did she do that to Kiefer Sutherland? I think she did it to Kiefer Sutherland. In real life? Or was it Who's her, her it? Two Who guys? knows? But, um, they're both kind of funny looking guys, I feel like. I think they're both kind of C words, if you ask me. Hey, hey, hey. Kiefer Sutherland is Take not weird easy. looking. He's awesome. Let's just call it the word. Okay, C word is a little vulgar, I think, itself. Just the word. Don't be a little con about it. It's C-word. <laughs> I think Adam needs to be in a straight jacket. Yeah. But like one that goes I over his face. Talking. He's starting to get a little too. Do you have one coffee today? Mouth. What? No. Do you have coffee today? Yeah, I'm drinking cold brew right now. You, <laughs> you a little wired? Gaunt. You're looking well, gaunt. I was throwing up all day yesterday. I didn't eat it. <laughs> I didn't eat food yesterday. Welcome to my life, bitch. Yeah, that's yeah, were you funny. drunk? No, I wrote, I did Ryan's <laughs> life sober. 
for and one hour and you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't yeah. i just want to say it for the audience listening what a pet peeve of mine is people just say declaring they have food poisoning when they clearly don't why is it's that clearly COVID. it's because it's definitely like, omicron you know i'm why an armchair i'm an armchair doctor that's my question why do you even have pet peeves william why well, do you like have to- so much frustration like the inane, Who the inanity you? of an idiot yeah. just babbling Kala? like a stupid person, listening to a dumb person like Adam just talk about things he doesn't understand. I find annoying. It's a pet peeve. Then okay? your inner thoughts must be a nightmare. Hey! Oh, no, it's not. Thank you. For oh, I jerk off to my You're inner thoughts. You just get like horny when you write the scripts. Yeah. From your imagination. I'm just coming. <laughs> Sitting there getting horny from your own imagination. Yeah. That's cool. What do you use to get horny? Tom Holland? <laughs> yeah, pictures of Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm gonna I'm what I've been using now after this movie is that one shot. You first you see at his ass cheeks and then you think that's you think that's that's it. It's gonna stop there. And you're like, damn, this is sick. Nope. <laughs> the softest dick you've ever seen. Oh, I've seen softer. And the Venetian blinds. Yeah, so there's a He's big running right theme in the film yeah. of Richard Gere being um, treated like a woman, being feminized. Uh, the reason why you see him naked is so he's feminized because he has the job of a traditional, like a traditional woman's job in a movie. There's a lot more movies about prostitute, like female hookers than male hookers. Um, you know, he also, his name is Julian. That's, why, that's also why Deuce Bigelow, yeah. the Deuce Bigelow franchise is extremely important for men's rights. Yes. True. That's all I needed to say. Uh, you know, his name is Julian. He's constantly called Julian. Like if I said that, you, you guys would have like said I was one. Nothing. I was well, wondering it, what you would have sputtered and muttered and been right. boring about it. Yeah, yeah. And then at the sputtered end, sputtered and like, muttered and cluttered and fluttered and hey. bluttered and huttered. Whoa! <laughs> oh, come down, George Carlin. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm rapping. That was cool. <laughs> you got me going. You do that more more often, spontaneously. Um, Give me a word. What Give you're saying is interesting, William. Give me two words. Interesting <laughs> story. Julian. <laughs> Julian is really in me and I'm feeling coolie and then I'm going to a poolie and getting a little wet. Hey, this is every bus ride I've ever had in San Francisco. Just some guy San rapping Francisco hitting Crisco with the wrist go back on the risk. Interesting was the word, Ryan. You know, when you make eye contact with like <laughs> a black guy in a bus who's like, t- like oh, just no, God, no, everyone. I don't do that. He's talking to everyone and then he sees you and you see him. And you're like, oh, shit, here it comes. You could be on like a bus in San Francisco or a BART train yeah. in Oakland or an L.A. Metro train in Los Angeles. Then you get a nice conversation going for the rest of the ride. That's why I just freestyle rap like that. When I make eye contact <laughs> with people <laughs> and we make eye contact and they're about to say something and start a Maybe. crazy conversation, I just go flowing and growing and hoeing and moving and going and bowing and mowing and bowing and over the fuck the better way to go maybe those guys are just doing that in response to somebody else looking at them and you're not realizing that white guys do it too but the white guys are usually like on meth 
it, and they're, the white and they're a lot scarier. smellier, a lot stinkier, a lot scarier more too. I would say. I agree. Well, listen, it's um, you know, there should be like a wildlife documentary about homeless people and like, you know, there is. It's called bumfights.com. But like true, a real honestly. BBC one, like. And here you we know, have oh, oh, the like, freestyle, the freestyle rapper. Sir Richard yeah. Attenborough is narrating it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just me. It's just yeah. me freestyle rapping because in like the near future, I'm 100% going to be homeless. Just trying to freestyle rap for a tall boy, a twisted T outside of a 7-Eleven. Like, I don't need money. Just get me a twisted. Because you're about to do the podcast. The ironic white boy rapper of Austin. Yeah, I'm in a, a still rare be breed. Do- you're like a new evolution of the breed. First one ever. I'm a definitely going to be delusional. I'm going to think we're still recording this podcast every Sunday. So I'm just going to be like talking behind a dumpster to into like a dead using a dead rat as a microphone. Talking to a pizza, an open pizza box, pretending it's a laptop. I'll still do it with you. Man, if you're like homeless. <laughs> I'm just talking. That'd about be it. tight, dude. You had like a <laughs> just, pizza box laptop set up. It's like a like homeless guy. And I'm acting like I'm zooming and I'm just <laughs> using a, a dead rat. rat as the microphone. Just so and the I'm audience knows, like, Ryan is using a handheld mic right now. Um, And I'm just like talking about some movie that I didn't watch the night before. Yeah, we all have different mic setups. That'd be funny if you like never watched the movies, Ryan, but you were just really good at kind of saying. I literally haven't watched the last three. (laughs) That's cool. If you have a strong opinion, you know, it's like we'll believe that you watch it. Here's the thing. What I do when I get when I get into a situation instead of what you do, like Adam, you fuddle and babuddle when you get into a situation and you panic and you start you get cold Adam watches a movie and then lies about watching it afterwards because he doesn't remember so he starts making up details he's like well i (laughs) I also watched it two two days ago and then i had food poison you know it's like i barfed out (laughs) my brain all of my memories about the movie you don't retain anything you don't listen you also don't listen so it's just like i need to watch these with headphones i can't watch them with my wife anymore i said i gotta cut cut it cut that out Part of my life I need to cut out. This was a good movie to watch with the wife, though. Yeah, she wanted to see it. She, you know, there wasn't any um, brutally brutal rape scenes that normally (laughs) happen in the movies William picks. So I think she felt pretty safe because it was a Richard Gere movie. That would have been funny if he just immediately gets just gang banged in an alley or some shit. Dude, now that would have been a horny movie. They should have made this movie with uh but as all of his clients are gerbils you know go saying, on <laughs> go on and he like goes to like a pet store and like, does he have sex with the gerbils or does he put them he up his them butt? yeah and the gerbils pay for that yeah or he'll like go to like a kid's house and he's like she's in there a child's house yeah and the kid and the kid and the kid points to like his bedroom and he goes in and he sees the gerbil in the cage and he takes it and it's like in front of the kids, you and me. It's not about it's not about that. You know, I think it'd be funnier if he was like the way he sets <laughs> up his like he has his suits and he like lays out his jackets and his coats and he just like in his bedroom, <laughs> he's laying out all his clothes on the bed and then he starts laying out all his gerbils on the bed. He's like, and like Blondie's was, playing and he's all jazzed up. I was yeah, picturing yeah. little ties, little collars and ties for his gerbils, like little suits for the gerbils. 
I just like uh, watching Adam slowly deflate as he keeps going <laughs> with an idea. There's like a Peruvian. There's all these like Peruvian women and stuff like watching him, like clapping as he puts the dribbles up his ass. If William said and, that, you would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he would have said more. <laughs> he wouldn't have been like, oh, I didn't say I didn't do it right for you. Fuck you. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> man. Okay, so I don't remember the movie, and I feel like shit, and I'm being. I think really I fell asleep. I think I fell asleep for like 15 minutes of the movie last night. That's cool. Hey, what's deal. up with the parts where like there's no sound? You want to talk about mm-hmm. that? What parts? Was that just the quality Those part? Are scenes, right? There's a couple scenes about? where the audio drops out. No? Come on, man. Fuck. Maybe I just was turned there. It down. I think I had the volume down, turned down too low. You know, I, think <laughs> this, I think a lot of people this a make bit? this problem with movies. No. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was drunk and high <laughs> enough thought, that I probably wouldn't have noticed that. I just want to apologize for all our <laughs> listeners. Like, was that was a. That our special guest and co-creator is having a tough time. <laughs> I'm not going to be asked back. <laughs> show I created. Um. He's like, that was weird. That one scene where the guy got up I and walked that... into the bathroom and pissed in the toilet and like flushed the toilet. <laughs> And washed his hands and then came back. That was a weird scene. Yeah, I think that meant that a was like a dream from last night when I was. That was like about working. the ninety-nine percent, and like the one percent just pissed. Like the I think in that scene, um, mm. we're the ninety-nine percent's the water in the toilet bowl, and those are just and I was just and oh, my wife yeah. was talking to me while I was watching this, so I was a little distracted. Um, and I think we're also the piss coming out of his penis. In I that scene, or is I did I just and, and I also movie I, is part of the movie. <laughs> but I thought I thought I guess, it was cool the like, choice of when the guy walked into the bathroom, took a piss, and he sat down to do it. That was polite. <laughs> do you not sit down? Dude, you gotta sit down. Otherwise, I mostly I mostly sit down lots to pee. Of energy. If I don't Amy, sit down, I do ha- a handstand. You gotta like focus, you know. You gotta focus. Down, look at your phone. Well, you're standing up looking at your phone. Yeah. Could drop it in the thing. Yeah. There's really no choice. Like, I get fully you know, naked. This is how I pee. Choice is I get full. I get fully naked, and I think everybody should try this. I get fully at fully butt ass naked, butthole naked. I sit down on the toilet normally, and then I do a ninety degree turn. So now I'm side. <laughs> so now I'm side saddling on the toilet, right? Okay. Yeah. Ass cheeks still on the. Still Your on feet the are in the bathtub. It depends. It depends which way I turn because I've got a cabinet to the right, so I can't do that. So yeah, my feet are in the bathtub, and then and then I lean and then I just lay back, just straight back, and then I I take my wiener and I stretch it out. I gotta pull it out. I gotta stretch that sucker out. It's not naturally long, and then I gotta tuck that in between, in down in between, so that now it's like facing down in the toilet. Do you get? Are you following? Yeah, because your knees are together. You're saying. And then I just pee blood. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, uh, violently. And that's how you pee. It's like uh, like when you in movies when you see um uh an old like rusty faucet that hasn't been turned on in years and they turn it on and it gluck 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 and then like yeah. a bunch of brown gunk comes out before a dust a little dust uh-huh. puffs out at the beginning too. Yeah, but that it's like that but blood. And the dust is just scab flakes. From the dried blood after, yeah, yeah, of course. Sometimes I don't wipe my blood, the blood off of my wiener. 
you got to wipe. You got to wipe, man. Just amazing to watch a real comedian, you know, <laughs> dig himself in a hole like that and just spring forth with a powerful punchline. Blood on my wiener, feeling Wait. cleaner. Got the beaner. Get the oh shit! That was like the end of the Matrix. <laughs> you were joking? No, I wasn't joking. Wow! And then you have that. You were joking. You were joking. Yeah, it's like the beginning of the Matrix. <laughs> How so? You sound like Keanu. You know, I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if it was Canadian Gigolo? No. And no, they, I, I guarantee they'd nice. say thank you. If it was Canadian gigolo, there'd be a lot more thank yous. That's for damn sure. Mm, a little more politeness. Yeah, he wouldn't be yeah. slick. He wouldn't be like a douche. It would be weird because he'd be like, are you sure? Are you sure that you want me to get paid to have sex with you? Eh? <laughs> They're polite over there. Okay, hoser. Call her the C word. Canadian <gasps> gigolo. <laughs> Call her the C word. <laughs> he's just, he's just <sighs> Canadian. Yeah. What if it was Chinese gigolo? Yeah. And and he's the reason COVID started. <laughs> so like, I want goes house but to house. Vladimir Putin has a gun to his head. He's like, I want you, I want you to fuck bat. <laughs> <laughs> Calls the bat C word. Steven Seagal is Chinese Jiggle. <laughs> That'd be a cool movie. Do you think we can get him to be in a movie like that? Steven Seagal? So like probably the way he does goofy tur- movies now. Well, it turns out like Bruce Willis was making those movies. Like he was making 20 movies a year and he was shooting for yeah. one day. Thank I God he's gonna get... forget all of that. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But like That's the silver lining. Imagine that's why he's lying about the disease. I want to get Steven Seagal <laughs> Chinese gigolo. Same, How much same kind of movie though. Same do, movie let's do or like what? a Snyder cut. Just get it trending and it'll happen. <laughs> the fans demand it. Yeah. Which fans? The Seagal fans? Or the gigolo fans? Or the Chinese fans? The everyone. <clears throat> I can't believe I said that thing about the audio cutting out. Why? I can't believe you just brought it back up. We I all know, moved I on. I <laughs> Remember, I bombed for like I a minute. Have. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to get who cares? Get me out of. Well, I just feel I like believe I it. I said really something stupid. so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty. I can't seconds believe you watched ago. a movie with the audio cutting out. But hey, um, all right. <laughs> you just like you just, it, you just thought it was like an artistic. Were they talking? Were people? Well, he lips does moving? weird shit like this. Paul Schrader does stuff like that. Were their lips moving? There's no audio. No, it was like him like walking. I think it was just you know scenes that didn't have a lot of sounds happening. Yeah. How low is your TV? Not a lot of volume. rustling papers and stuff. Well, I had to turn it down because the kid is sleeping. You know what I mean? So no, this is not. That's why it's, I, I shouldn't watch these movies with my wife. Rape or no rape. <laughs> okay, that sounded awkward. That's a little weird. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, not like the, you rape your in wife. The movies <laughs> or in the movies? In the movies. Uh, rape or no rape? Hey, you stop watching his... these movies with my wife. And I hope that they can take that out of context. Um, and who? And she's raping you? Yeah. 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 
So she puts a strap on on and she rapes you. No, women can rape a you man just... without a strap on. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's like, whoa, that, come on. Don't don't you <laughs> dare imply about? my wife wears a strap on when she rapes me. <laughs> I'm getting pegged, dude. I'm just getting raped. Okay. She used her don't you dare do imply that. How dare you? <laughs> yes. So your wife rapes you. Yes. With a strap on. No. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa no way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's take it easy, okay? Let's say crazy things. She uses two stra- She uses a drill, though. <laughs> Does she? <laughs> no. Just a Dewalt drill, though. Do Walt? What is it? Just oh, like face an actual fucking drill. Adam with a strap a on while he's barfing in the actually, toilet. Yeah. He's just getting he's just, bar- he's just barfing. Just <laughs> rice. Oh, that's why I was barfing because <laughs> I was raped. Like like a damn pigeon after a wedding, just puking up rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hey, uncooked dude, I did rice. puke up rice like a pigeon. I think you do. <laughs> I, <did>. I really <laughs> just, did. I swear to God, I was puked up rice. You're just a beautiful modern family. Yeah. Yeah, we're, con- we're contemporary. Uh, you know, you're just bent over a toilet, puking like up rice while you're getting pegged by your wife. Yep, we're like one of those families you see in commercials now. It, that's what that's what every family in commercial is like now. You know, the modern. Don't family. even get me started on that shit. Don't even, and it's all Target. Target started it. <laughs> that should be a big thing that people get mad about. I watched it this is. fucking Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. Yeah. Vladimir Putin had a gun up to a Chinese guy's head and said, and he call said, my wife the C word. Oh. <laughs> fuck. Did it you want to get Cheerios? His fuck wife was the bee. bee from, from the Honey Nut Cheerios. So B, the B movie, that's a movie that the writer yeah, was horny as hell when they wrote that. You know that. Yeah. Rock hard Seinfeld was. And then this bee is fucking Renee Selwiger. Whoa. Why don't so, they make the whole cock out of Renelle Zagwigner? How do you say her name? That's cool. You should have just started freezing. Zellweg with Zellweger. Zellweiner. Oh shit. That'd be that'd be tight. All right. What do we need to talk about, William? When you talk about what happens, what we find out about this character when shit starts going bad. So the old ladies don't want anything to do with him. Then he goes back to Leon, played by Bill Duke, and he's like, I need help. And then Leon's like, all right, well, I'll give you an alibi, but you got to do a job tonight. And Richard Gere's like, no gay stuff. He's like, come on, man. You can't come to me begging for help and not do gay stuff. Yeah, and not want to do some, a little bit of gay also, they go to this gay club that is maybe one of the fakest looking gay nightclubs I've ever seen in a movie. It's like they have a huge buildup. You see Richard Gere walk in from the street. It's all one shot. The camera goes upstairs with him. It goes to like the upper rafters and then it looks down and there's like there's like 20 to 30 guys dancing, but each guy is like three feet apart. And they're kind of doing yeah. this back and forth rhythmic dancing. And they're all wearing like village people costumes. That's not like what real- gay bars yeah. that you've seen, William. No. But no. It, here's that's just in every movie. Every movie that it's like filming those scene, filming giant party scenes are so fucking weird because there's no music. 
a lot yes, of the times. Yeah. And then, no, so they'd like, weird. just do a basic rhythm. So then everyone, and then also they obviously couldn't afford 20 more extras. I've done that. A scene like that. Yeah. But and like, why weird. wouldn't, if you're going to have a party scene, throw money down in a budget movie like this or a movie with a budget like this, throw money down and get a hundred people. The and best then way it to will do look that, like I a think. club. And then you can, you don't have to be on beat. It's just a hundred people kind of worming around like an actual club. Honestly, I've shot a scene where it's like that, like a like a bar scene where people are dancing and stuff. And it's like you should just shoot it with music, let people have fun and dance to actual music, and then ADR the dialogue. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you hear like even like if you if you're picking up the dialogue in the scene, you're hearing like little footsteps and shit like from the dance because it's so quiet. Otherwise, you know what I mean. And also, you mm -hmm. want to capture like fun a fun and vibe you don't want people fake dancing like that's that how do you get a hundred people to do that it's called acting you know what i mean or like or to do that hundred people should dancing. act like they're dancing they should be better actors okay okay or just, these yeah, extras all the extras to be better actors but yeah you can't blame like, the extras the we funnest, can't blame the actors we have to blame the, funnest the director scenes that i have a shot daddy also <laughs> I've also shot party scene and bar scene. Yeah, no one cares. Are... <laughs> well, I'm saying I'm trying I've also to wrap shot... this up, so we have no. to get to the important <laughs> okay. things. Not your okay. fucking idiotic party scene directing. Well, it's it's really fun to shoot them and then act like those are the funnest. Adam's the like, just like go best. with it, have fun, everyone. Like, yeah, yeah this is fun. We're having a fun party, naked, making it weird. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm just like, just go with naked. it. I'm off. Right off to the side of the camera, getting naked, telling people to go with it. There's no actual movie. Fun. You just paid a bunch of people so you could get <laughs> naked in front of them at your house. Yeah. Starts falling. That's what asleep. I mean when I say movies. Sorry. Yeah, I, I should be more specific. <laughs> start I guess. Fall, starts falling asleep halfway, pulled with his pants down. Like it's <laughs> too. It's too taxing to get fully naked. So he just uh, and then just kind of curls up, and then everybody slowly leaves while Adam is all tuckered out. His little butt, his little tush hanging out. I do really need sleep. I really need sleep right now. So tired. Well, hey, it's thank you for not just spiraling out on the podcast and <laughs> getting it together. I you know, yeah, you really I have the heart of a performer. I'm, I'm a professional, you know. This is your face over, like your hand over your face. No one can hear you. You're mumbling. Thank you. Well, pro, of course. You could just be think, quiet. I would never think to do that. Yes. Exactly. You would never think to be quiet ever, would you? <laughs> never, never. Every idiotic thought just has to dribble out. Like yeah, the last precious drop of pee that you so desperately drink. Wait, wait, wait. No. Every morn. But Bill Duke, you know, he's cool. He's, <laughs> but he's really sorry. good in this role as like this um, evil pimp. Who makes him want to do gay stuff? Who makes um, Richard Gere do gay stuff? And that's why it's around this. This guy. stuff, like this movie, is like Brett Easton Ellison's or Brett Easton Ellis. It's like one of his favorite movies, and the influence of this over his work is everywhere. I mean, this basically is a Brett Easton Ellis story. Who's okay. Brett Easton? What's, what's the guy that? who wrote American Psycho and Less Than Zero? Like oh. Less Than Zero, Robert in the movie Robert Downey Jr. The character he plays is from the book. His character's name is Julian. Um, that like 
that vibe, that nihilistic vibe that's in this movie is all of his work. And also that thing in American Psycho where like the character is like caught up in a murder you don't know or not if they commit it. And then like the cops are circling in on him. Yeah. But um, unlike those stories, this isn't like that existential because Richard Gere basically figures out there are people are trying to frame him. It's the rich guy. It's Leon. And he is able to get the upper hand he like searches his house looking for like evidence that's being planted. And then he searches his car and finds these like bloody. Yeah, what was that? And why would, you, would they be under the car? Like they that? were trying to frame, frame it or whatever, but why? Yeah. But that that's like, well, it's, it's not, supposed to be that Richard Gere knows it's valuable. Yeah. And so he is hiding the jewels until he can sell them. Yeah. You just don't hide stuff under your car like that. That was the, that I thought had no audio when he was like look going walking around his apartment. Forget and he was, I'm sorry, he was like flipping stuff over and yeah, just yeah, you that, set your TV quiet. Uh, yeah, just set my TV quiet. I, I'm sorry, I did that again. Um, the, it has no audio. No, 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 no. he starts slapping let's the TV. Over. Let's, br- let's brush past. Slap, slap. Keep talking. No audio. No audio. His TV. He's just I get, constantly. I get. <laughs> Turning TV down. I guess there's no audio, so I guess I'll just make my own. <laughs> He's just in his living room making couch cushion. Ri- That's a knife going through the couch cushion. Just barfing. <laughs> TV. Just throwing up like a big baby. Projectile vomiting. <laughs> No pants on, diaper. Yes. <laughs> Half asleep. Just yep. asleep. He's like, "Yep." I fell asleep, <laughs> and the movie was—it was weird. How the movie just ended halfway, like an hour in, it just ended. Because I don't remember what happened. Yeah. Hey, what was it weird? Like, was this the director's choice for there to be no audio, um, visual, or credits after about thirty <laughs> minutes into the movie, or was that? <laughs> When everything just cut out, was that part of the? Yeah, I wish I didn't. You're a funny guy, Adam. You're a funny audio guy. Audio backup. So, uh, I shouldn't bring that back up. This uh, is what you bring to a podcast that you I know. So, people to listen hey, look, to. It's not my, uh, it's not my finest episode. I thought this was going to be my Michael Jordan flu game episode where I kill it. <laughs> but uh, really, it was my normal flu game, <laughs> normal person flu game. <laughs> Apparently, so, so you just you just got sick and projectile vomited for a whole day, and you're like, "That's gonna make me good." I, you know, I thought it was gonna be like a really good story, like something that people talk about. Talk about. <laughs> you, know, you think you think that a lot. They do a you documentary like, on it. And shit. You get excited about things, and then the podcast, then like nothing happens. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's just a bad. It's it's like noticeably worse. You're a sick um, guy. You're a sick I'm a person, sick man. It happens. But I'm not getting pecked. Okay? You're twisted, bro. Yeah. So what do we learn? What's the moral of the story? I think I already said it. Say thank if you. you. Lo- if you love what you're doing, it's you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. Also, moral of the story is just get a job, bro. <laughs> that's true okay you're not you're, you're so not like you're not 21 you're not like okay grow up and get a freaking job quit having sex with old ladies for a thousand dollars 
it's an honorable profession, you know. Makes yeah, he good. spent three hours making one girl, one lady um, yeah, reach an boring. orgasm for the first time in like 15 years. I get it. A lot of guys won't even eat pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, men, most men won't do the work. Well, they don't think of it as work, but it is work. You're, it's a job, you know? It's more than that, <laughs> of course. Is this, is this, <laughs> this is, that's when you know you said the wrong thing and you're like <laughs> it is a job well actually it's more this than is that literally we're getting a it's point more than of that. view it's not, it's, we're, we're getting a point of view of adam's son getting the sex talk in about the 10 gears years. are turning this is this just is saying put in effort to his son put in the effort do what you got to do you know and your dreams will come true Call him a C. Is that what you believe? Is I can't cards. believe either of you two both said the most ironic. Be kind and work hard. Breakdown of work I've ever happen. heard from a guy who works at a speakeasy <laughs> as a comedian. And was hey, I deliver two, weed too. I deliver weed too. <laughs> just get a job, bro. And then I got to listen to Adam like, just put the work in, man. You really got to buckle down and do the work. You know, pay attention. Like, this is a job. This is something like it doesn't do itself. <laughs> Whatever don't be doing, doing, don't be doing the basic do well. ABCs with your tongue. You know, write a novel while you're down there. Yeah, damn, dude. <laughs> if you write poetry that. on the pussy, I know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's gotta what I call P P, bro. P P poetry yeah. on the pussy. Yeah. Oh, that's why I'm asexual, bro. I'm all about I'm all about those ducats now. Yeah, well, William, you don't think it's, uh, you know, what? You're one of those guys. You're like, I don't do that. I don't go down there. Is that what, is that what you do? How do you how do you have sex, William? So Give me for me, fr- step by step, step by step. The lesson of the movie it. is how do you, would you how would you just seduce rob us? these old ladies? Just William, fucking, how do you have how sex? How would you seduce us and bring and us? And how to would you have sex with us? I wouldn't. Step by step. How would you if you had to? If I had this Vladimir your job, Putin William. holding a gun to your head. And you Stevens know what I would do? Watching. I would make love to you the way I make love to all women. How? I'd take that gun, put it to your head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, give you... Tell me like, to suck Seagal's ponytail. You got a Richie April kind of style about you. You've never had sex. William's never had sex. <laughs> got his ass. Prove me wrong. Prove Here's me wrong. I, do. I take that gun. I put it up to your head. And I'd say, suck this dick or I'll fucking kill you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how you said it so seriously. This is not. This is what I'm saying. You're not thinking of it as like your job. Dick, you fucking bitch. Make the other person <laughs> reach orgasm. You fucking piece of shit. If you don't suck my fucking dick, I'm going to pull this fucking trigger. This is what a lot of guys are like. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna shoot you guys if you like don't this. slob on my knob. They're just thinking about themselves. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I don't want. I don't want a single finger up my ass. The only finger that's gonna be doing any twitching is the finger on this trigger. Honestly, ass. honestly, like that. That's a good thing to apply to any sort of work that you would do is to just like try to make it the other person satisfied. Shut up. Don't worry about yourself. <laughs> still Whatever you to do, back. if you have that attitude. This is clearly somebody succeed. who does not make women climax. <laughs> shut your face. I'm trying, a weird, but I'm trying. It's a weird really Tony hard. Robbins kind of. Yeah. 
guy like at Tony Robbins is like, oh, I, I have do, never. I do, bros. So my guys, Tony, I'm thank you for taking my question. There's something I don't, I like to introduce you to my beautiful wife, Sherry. And, um, I have never made her orgasm. Tony, I have tried everything. I've licked it. I spit on it. I don't know what to do. Give me some advice. Uh, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Okay. Let me show you. Let me show you what you got to do. Okay. You got to take this gun. You got to put it up to our fucking head. You have to say, <laughs> you're going to suck my fucking little dick right now. You fucking whore. You're gonna <laughs> That's suck cool. My, if you say you're going to suck this two inch little penis and you're going to bring me to fucking, you're going to make me fucking come so hard until bullets fly out. Until, until a bunch of rice shoots out. And this rice, <laughs> it's going to be coming out of my mouth too. Sperm are, they're kind of like little rice. There was a time in my life where I had no money, no success, and no future. I was a gigolo, and every night I would eat moldy rice behind the dumpster. And then one day, using my laptop, which was an old pizza box, I logged on. <laughs> I had to suck off three hobos just to afford six grains of moldy rice. His laptop is so just I like, could get a twisted tea for a podcast recording on my just rat a, mic. <laughs> I was I filmed the greatest podcast of my life. His laptop is just like a, a pizza box with no like the lid has a hole in it, and there's just another hobo's ass like poking through, <laughs> and he's just like staring at it, like speaking into it like a microphone, talking to the dead rat. The rat's tail's plugged into the asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be tight oh uh, hey i gotta go god that would be a way better podcast than what we got going on all right adam what's your rating give your rating well the why rating for somebody you know who didn't really understand that there was a lot going on in the movie and stuff and it's just an idiot it was a three and a half stars it's pretty good yeah i liked it i mean you know you know what's movie. going on i didn't really know what's going you're on. just watching <laughs> something you don't stuff, understand but... it you don't know the ages of the characters or how that I plays don't, into I, didn't know. I completely <laughs> missed that part. You're just, completely. You're just watching like the most important monologues and stuff, and you're just like, I did this? Did this come out before Pretty Woman? <laughs> or after? Yeah. Am I gonna puke? Is there do we get any rice left? It's just the internal dialogue going on. Ooh, I wonder if that rice is still good. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking while I'm watching the movie. Uh All yeah, what's your three and a half? I went I went four and a half. It was good. It was way better than I was kind of shocked. Um, where it was my like you said, like mentioned earlier, William, it was I see I see Richard Gere now. I never really understood him or cared about him. I, I was like, oh, he's like a rom-com guy, an old yeah. rom-com guy for wives or moms, middle aged women. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they love he him. he was really free. He was like very good in this. He's and cool. I really did. I didn't. I did not want to like him because he looked just like a dumb guy. He kind of looked like a dumb guy with small eyes that are a little too close together, just fucking everybody. So I, I thought he was going to be like a douchebag. Yeah, like it's the, the eyes that make him not a douchebag. It was you know? he like did in the writing and directing. Sure, sure, sure. But he, I think he did it really well. So the first time I watched this movie, I gave it five stars. I loved it. This is my second time watching it. Honestly, I lowered my rating to four stars because I was so pumped. And I was like, yeah, this movie's awesome. And then I'm like, oh, the first hour is kind of slow. And then there's a big weakness in this movie. And that is the climax when he confronts Leon, Bill Duke. He confronts him on his balcony. And he and like he pushes him yes. off. And then he's like holding him he with his boot. This is a, yeah. 
This is a very poorly directed scene, Paul Schrader. Let him go or don't try and get or Yeah, that was stupid. And then the conclusion where Lauren Hutton saves him and she like disregards her whole political she's the first person that cares about him, really. She's in love with him. It's just yeah. like doesn't that he always ends these every movie of his that he directs. He ends like a movie called Pickpocket. That's the ending from Pickpocket. Right. He does it in this movie. He does it in the card counter. It's like he a moment it. of trend of like divi- divine trend or like, you know what I mean? What? Uh, like what do you think trans- it means? Transcend a moment of like, well, he plays, he starts playing like church music well, at so the very end, the final moment. And what's like happening Hutton, in this scene? Okay. So Lauren Hutton and, and Richard Gere are talking be- through glass because he's in jail because he's been framed successfully. And Lauren, but he doesn't want to like. No, he's in jail because he dropped a guy off a balcony. No, no, that's not a big deal. The cops. It, this is another weak, weak part of the script. The cops are like, "At we know you tried to save him." There was a oh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of a right. right so off. Lauren Hutton finally goes like, "I'll come up with the alibi. I'll go public." He doesn't want her to because it'll like cause a scandal or something like that. Yeah, so it'll be a horrible scandal. Her, oh, her husband's what? running for like Senate. But which also like. Who gives a fuck if he's going to jail for they're life? They're in love and they're in love too, right? Yeah, he loves her, Adam. If she was and like she waiting for him. me to be in jail before she comes and suggests that she does that, I'd be like, why the fuck didn't you do that immediately? Because he told her not to. She well, wasn't going to do it and he literally movie. told her not to. Yeah. That wouldn't be an interesting character. It would just be like, oh, look, it's a selfish idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the selfish to... idiot. Those are, this... those are. I honestly would have worthwhile people. I honestly would have. I would have gave it five stars. So what Adam's trying to say is that this movie has a scene of forgiveness that is basically like the Virgin Mary, like Mother, like Mother Mary is like forgiving Jesus or some shit. Or it's like I don't know. Brisson's a fucking dumb Catholic. I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't like it. I didn't like that ending because. That some <laughs> fucking communist who hates money. I don't know who you're talking Catholic about. Catholic communist. Yes, kind of Adam. A unique combo. I feel like. Dang, I think that's. I think the crazy jacket needs to go Is on it? William right now. He's going a little wild. Socialist, fine. You hate the communists. I love communism. Go Not big enough. red, baby. That's why I'm a Nebraska Husker fan. Go big red. Nice. I hated. I I really didn't. There was no consequence at the end of the day. He gets out of jail. Suppose, or I guess it's up in the air. His life is destroyed. He's saved by grace and his life is only his life was already destroyed. Though he had to go, he had to go do gay stuff that he didn't want to do. He he was already at rock bottom. This is one of the main criticisms of the movie. Ryan is that because the guy is engaged in sex work, his life. Is judged by the director Paul Schrader, and he has all these like horrible things happen to him. And a lot of you know young people, progressive types, are like, "What? You can't just be a sex worker and have a great life? Like, what is the message of this movie? That's so backwards. <laughs> That's so like old-fashioned conservative. Wow, you can't that. just be like a guy who sucks hobos' dicks behind the Wendy's. You can't be a guy who talks <laughs> into a dead rat and sucks hobos' dicks for a couple of moldy rice cubes. Hey, if you're trying to do a good job, that's a noble profession. That's a noble you can't just like If you're trying to do a good job, that's a noble profession. You, do, you can't just sell blank to CDs to tourists and show off your rap. Like, that's bad. 
that person's why would they be blank it? why wouldn't you sell them hot fire well, that's the that's the scam. Right? Well, you can't rescue You saw those guys. Sell, buy, I buy them all. No, they make you listen sell. to them. I feel like oh, I, had those, I spent one of those thousands guys got of dollars on that. I think I did buy one of those guys CDs one time. <laughs> I got one that that's um, well, the first time. And then you're like, stupid the Mark Adam. Jeez, Mark. And it was blank. He made eye contact with you and he knew he had like a sale. It didn't, didn't play. So what so I did, it's like the world's shortest David Mamet movie. He just made the sale, made the scam and Dumb Adam you know, got left with the, the blank CD. Yeah. Did you know you how they'll, the put, they'll put like headphones on Pretty you? Sure you know, when you walk by, they'll put headphones on you and make you listen to it a little bit. Whenever yeah, they do yeah. that to me, when I, on Venice, it would happen all the time. And whenever they would do that to me, just like on the bus, they just put the headphones on and you're all of a sudden listening to some shitty rap. And I'd just make eye contact with them. And while their own music was playing in my ears, I'd go, Pacifism, masochism, hit him with the crassicism, classicism, <laughs> masochistic, masochistic, mastodon. And they would always be like, man, bro, get going. And they'd take the David Attenborough's like narrating. <laughs> Venice Beach listening to a peach sleep tight, my little. That's how you met Adam. Reese. Right? You, you sold him your rap CD. On Venice Beach. Well, it's hard to rap while you're hearing other rap. It's hard to rap with the tippity tap of a fat cat slipping and slapping your hobo's cock. No, Ryan, the word is interesting. Interesting. interesting how you got a hobo's cock ring stuck in. <laughs> oh, damn. That would be an embarrassing story. Imagine <laughs> a hobo's cock ring you stuck in your the, uh, a hobo's It's like a septum piercing. It's like, like an Adam's nose. He can't he get gets, off. Like, stuck in my braces. He just got all sorts of STDs <laughs> around his na- nasal cavity. All right. Well, this is fun. We should keep talking about this kind of stuff. But I he can. Um, you can I, leave. I we, me and Ryan just gave you. I just okay. gave you three tracks right there. Go bye. See you later, Adam. Go bye. <laughs> Go bye. He burned me oh. at the end. He got his revenge. Go bye. Damn, I actually too am also about ready to head out. Four and a half stars. I would have gave it five if people were more polite. I say if it was a little faster paced, which was a little could better. It, I don't know. Could have been 20 minutes shorter. And I fell I asleep for about 20 minutes. It's a good movie. Watch it. Now, it's a great week, movie. What's our movie next week, huh? You ever mm. seen Nightcrawler, Ryan? Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. You already saw that? A, a bunch. Yeah, I've seen it a few times. Movie rocks. We could do that, or we could do Boogie Nights. I have not seen that. Let's keep the sex worker train going with Boogie Nights. Yeah, Nightcrawlers might be too good. Is it good? I remember it being good. It's awesome. It's kind of how I'm living my life right now. Selling barbed wire fence and shit. Yeah. (sighs) You sell barbed wire fence? No, that's cool. That's just a that's just one of the strands of weed we got right now. Barbed wire, <laughs> barbed wire cush. So Tony Robbins smokes. Tony's Tony's getting pricked off that barbed wire right now. All right, this is over. This is over. I gotta go puke. Rice. No, oh, apparently Adam just texted us. I really what hate myself. Say? God, what is wrong with that guy? I don't know. He, pays, 
too much attention the show, to himself. The show lost all energy once he left, so he should feel pretty good. Yeah, he, we got nobody to laugh at. 